Welcome to the Great British Motocross Show from MX Vice with myself, Ben Rumbold, and my colleague, Brad Wheeler. Uh, we've got a good guest to uh, join us today who's been doing uh, some good things in the British scene. So, yeah, first off, Brad, how you doing? Yeah, all good, thank you. We uh, had a weekend off last weekend. Um, weather wasn't too great anyway, so it was a welcomed, welcome weekend off. I, I believe we had a week off from the pod as well, didn't we? So, um, <laughs> got a few, few things to talk about in British motocross. Yeah, so yeah, we can talk about the Schoolhouse British Championship round and also uh, yeah, talk about the um, the Oxford MX Nationals. So yeah, before we do that, we'll just make sure that uh, uh, give a shout out to all our sponsors, of course. This podcast brought to you by AS3 Performance, the home of aftermarket motocross and enduro parts from hard round protection parts, including skid plates and radiator braces, to performance cooling parts, including silicon radiator hoses and oversized impeller kits. AS3 also have a huge range of brake, clutch and gear levers, all with different features and adjustability. Check them out online at www.as3performance.com. .co.uk. Uh, we're also supported by Kawasaki Motors UK, who are pleased to announce the arrival of the new KLX 140R range. The easy-to-ride KLX 140R lineup offers a 144cc push-button uh, four-stroke engine, plus suspension and push-button electric start, making for great trailblazers. KLX 140R machines come in three different sizes, ranging from junior's first tentative steps to pushing the door wide open on adult riding. The highly regarded KLX 140R range is ready and willing to add fun and enjoyment in 2023. We're also fueled by golf race fuels across sports cars single seaters motorcycle racing and further afield the golf brand is associated with winning whatever the discipline and of course evenstrokes.com and you can uh, get a bit of extra help for, just for listening to this podcast by quoting the name of this man next to me yeah so if you uh, when you do your purchase at evenstrokes.com and you uh, go to the checkout if you put in the discount code bradwheeler10 so bradwheeler10 you'll get 10% off your uh, your overall purchase price and uh, anything you buy evenstrokes.com get put straight back into the sport via evenstrokes and via MX Vice so um yeah, every little helps, and uh, shop at evenstrokes.com. Fantastic, yeah, thanks Brad. So yeah, it helps us to bring in uh, great guests like uh, the one we have joining us today. Welcome to the show, Mr Jamie Wainwright. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm all good. Yeah, I'm not too bad. <coughs> nice one, so excellent timing. We managed to get you on. I thought I might wait until you're actually getting up there this year. So uh, yeah, we've been, uh, obviously we spoke last year, I was working with the Revo team, and uh, yeah, you were there part of that. And uh, now you've got the red plate in the uh, Michelin MX Nationals, and you've held onto it for a round as well. How did it feel? Yeah, that's, that's it, to be fair. Um, it's actually, I think it's actually two rounds now, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's going well. Um, it wasn't expected, but yeah, uh, it's going well, and hopefully we can we can carry on with the red plate. It's been a long time since I've had a red plate, so uh, <laughs> hopefully we can carry on and, um, yeah, secure that championship, really. Yeah, nice one. See, obviously the MX2 class, a little bit tricky in the Michelin MX Nationals because you are wrapped up in the, uh, the MX1 boys as well. But yeah, just to remind our, our sort of listeners of, of where you sort of come from to this point, you've had uh, a few good years in the AMCA. And am I right, is this your second or third year in the in the sort of pro ranks now? Yeah, this is sort of like my my second year. Um, the first, obviously, last year was my first proper year. Uh, I didn't finish it off, but yeah, this is my first full year, if you want to call it that way, really. Um, yeah, in the in the pro ranks. So yeah, I went from obviously AMCA and stuff first. Yeah, and now I've come to this level. So yeah. Nice one. And was it? Uh, sorry for bad ask question. Then the AMCA championships. You won a couple. Did you? How many did you win? Yeah, we won uh, two MX2 titles in the end. Uh, one with Apex Lee. Um, 
and then one by myself basically so and then we sort of just moved on from there um, to, and took it up another level really Is it mad looking back at sort of how far you've come like I, I, like you, it's not like you were like a, a Billy Askew or a, like a Josh Vale no. <laughs> like smashing the smashing the 85s like doing all like winning the, the BYN and things like that like I can remember racing after the first year I did the AMCA in 2015 I, I think we were battling in like 18th at round one at, in two yeah. or something just like yeah, it, yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty. Yeah, 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 it's so yeah, and then yeah, taking it to another level to pro. Whereas like such as you, you most lads nowadays go through your <clears throat> your British like sort of like youth, and then step up to like the the MX2 MX1. So yeah, it's 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 been a long long way, but um, yeah, we've finally reached the top bit. So but yeah, yeah, it's mega really to be fair. To see where I've come from. Is this is that always was that always the goal? When you started racing, did did you start racing at sort of like a young age, or did you sort of get into it a little bit later? Uh, yeah, I started racing roughly about ten years old, I think, because um, I think there was an age limit with the AMCA where you couldn't really, you can't, you couldn't yeah. go into the, the yeah, uh, into like, like yeah, into eighties or something. Yeah, ten years old or nine years old or something silly like that. So <clears throat> I couldn't start racing till then, really. But yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, it's always something what I've wanted. I haven't, I wasn't aiming towards the British level. I was aiming towards like an AMCA MX champ level just because the family the family went all through the MCA you see so and they tried like my dad tried to win them that that basically the 500 back in the day kind of thing so but never did <laughs> so that's 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 so that's why we went like that level basically and then once we we'd done that level uh there was there was nowhere else to go but British so yeah so were you literally like in the inter-juniors when your dad was racing and the adults in the MCA then? Was that how it all started for you then? Yeah, that's it, yeah. We, I was literally doing the inter-juniors. My dad was doing like the vets and stuff then. So, and then we used to, <clears throat> we used to just go and watch like the MCA champs um, while it was there. Uh, while I was a, while I was an inter-junior or junior, let's say. Yeah. Um, and that was always where I wanted to be, so that's where it went in the end. <laughs> so. Yeah, nice one. Then all of a sudden, like uh, yeah, last year you're into into the pros with the with the Revo Kawasaki team. Obviously, yeah, quite a big operation in the paddock, and um, yeah, all sorts of other things like talking to press release people and stuff like that. That you had to do there. So um, was that like a, a bit of a shock to the system? I mean, uh, what was it like suddenly being in, in a part of that operation? Uh, it wasn't. It was. It was a shock. Yeah, it was a shock, but. It it was almost it was a big jump for me for the first year you see because um, I went from I went from AMCA uh, just just normal turn up in the camper uh, race and go home um, yeah. and then it was a big jump basically to yeah to to a big awning a big team you know all the publicity <laughs> yeah it was it was it was a big step for me which I wasn't quite ready for 
that year. Yeah. Last year, basically. So. Yeah. I mean, it started yeah. well, didn't it? Because I mean, you, you're riding right up there on Hawkstone, and then uh, yeah, you had the. Um, I mean, the one of the most bizarre mechanicals I've ever seen with a with this big hole in the exhaust pipe, and the the Hawkstone International. I was like, what has gone on there? Because you were like running quite high at that point, like third or fourth as well. So were you suddenly yeah, thinking? Was... Were you suddenly thinking this is actually a bit of a right bit of you? Well, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know what to expect. To be fair, when I went into that, obviously being being on a new bike, because I'm normally KTM or yeah, I literally have been KTM for like five years. So I jumped on a Kawasaki, um, and it was everything was new for me. So going to Hawkston, I had no idea where I was going to finish. To be fair, but yeah, it was the first race. We was actually uh, for most. I think the majority of half a race. We was fourth. I think. Mm, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the exhaust pretty much fell off, basically. It cracked and fell off. So, yeah, it wasn't ideal <laughs> on the first race. But, yeah, but then that was that was good, though, because that was sort of where I knew, you know, I had, I had a, a lot more confidence then straight yeah. away from that race, um, which was good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. I'll just put mine bad up now to talk about the Revo team and just wince a little bit and just uh, give the disclaimer now to, to, the, to the Yates people, both, both Mark and Sam. Don't sack me, these are all Brad's yeah. words, right? <laughs> no, I was biting my tongue, trying not to. Far away, Brad, whatever you want yeah. to say. Yeah, no, yeah, like you said, like you, you move from, from the AMC into like probably one of the, the biggest setups in the British, like the Revo team. Was it. Was it the what was probably the the biggest adjustment for you? Was it just having so many people around to help, like just doing things for you? Sort of, you literally just left the ride, or was it like the change of manufacturer, or just moving from the AMC to the British? What was probably like, the biggest the biggest challenge? Uh, I think I think changing to the British wasn't a big thing, just because I'd done a few wild cards the year before, um, so I sort of knew what I was doing on that one. I think the biggest thing was just yeah, uh, more people around me um, a lot more things going on and quite a bit you, you, sometimes you don't think this but quite a bit more pressure obviously with more people being around you expecting bigger things than what you know you expect yourself um, so you sort of look at other people before you start looking at yourself which was hard for me because yeah. I was looking at pleasing other people than myself in a way uh, with racing and that's where the pressure was a bit too high in in that like, in that season basically so yeah yeah <clears throat> what like obviously the the tracks are quite a bit different between the AMCA and the British like the AMCA is a bit more natural possibly a little bit narrower a bit more rope and thicker posts yeah. um, <laughs> that's definitely, it's definitely the, the more rope yeah the British kind of they, they really sort of try and Double rope, double rope, <laughs> double rope. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Did you did you yeah. kind of notice a difference in like the, the way they ride the tracks, like between yeah. the two? Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. The tracks, the tracks are a lot more faster in a way uh, than the AMCA. The AMCA is, you know, there's a lot of off cambers and tight sections of AMCA. So yeah, it was, it was, it was a little bit of a struggle to get to, to get used to the big, wide, open tracks. I had done, I had done quite a few before, you know, like Hawkston and things like that. Um, I'm still learning now, to be fair, on some of the tracks, uh, just like such as schoolhouse places like that. I'm still. I've never been to places like that, so yeah, I'm learning. I'm learning now still to adapt to them sort of tracks and the speed. But yeah, 
Yeah, so that's, I think that's why it's it's sort of coming together as well now because obviously I'm I'm starting to learn a lot more with it's like another basically another learning curve of of learning everything with the British lads and the British you know just the British overall basically. Yeah, and um, obviously we didn't uh, cover Schoolhouse. Uh, we didn't have a um, a Great British podcast last week, but yeah, Schoolhouse uh, a decent result for you. You had a decent uh, couple of scores, didn't you? There, uh, Jamie, you got to, yeah, was it tenth and eighth? So uh, I think you were you were quite a way up at the, at the beginning of one of the races I think you had a, a good start in race two was that right but um, yeah I mean you, yeah, you talk you talk, you talk about the uh, the actual sort of uh, lining of the track and like there were virtually sections of it with like no tapes not even a marker post to go around like yeah. the, the bottom section down by the start I was like I looked at it when I walked the track I said well you could just cut across there and no one's going to argue because there's nothing to mark out the track it's just totally yeah. bizarre yeah. but uh, yeah how did you find that uh, that circuit and uh, yeah what was your day like you know I actually think I come off the track and mum said something about I come off the track and they'd have to see if, if that was okay joining back on where I joined on but, yeah <laughs> um, no schoolhouse was good it was good but it was because I'd never been same same thing again because I've never been um, it was just hard to get used to straight away you know it took me it took me a good qualifying session and a start of the first race to gauge everything and just just get used to the track uh, because I'd not I'd not been even on a practice day I hadn't been yeah it, it was it was tough um, it was a tough day for me school last really not not where I wanted to be because uh, just because of the position wise I know I was going to say the British is is what <laughs> ten minutes free practice yeah that's the, literally it you, it's, so yeah, you're it's looking five at three, I think it's maybe four laps yeah I think I think it's it's start practice which is like five minutes and then you've got like five free or something and 15 times so yeah t- 10 free and 15 times yeah yeah that, that's it yeah so, yeah so it's not a lot to it, you know three laps you're already in qualifying yeah um so it's not a lot for when you don't know the track basically so no but yeah I, I'm, I guess these, these other lads as well in, in the race what I've had to learn the track as well but um, yeah it, it was just difficult for me that day well there's a few uh, a few bits of local knowledge came in quite handy there because obviously Carlton has uh, used that as a practice facility and uh, I was told that though, the the the, um, uh, the start straight was brand new and the, the, the jumps were reworked and what have you that apart from that it was fundamentally the same track as they practice on and uh, there was a lot there were a lot of jumps I mean that's we, we ended up me and Stuart Flockhart in the commentary ended up calling it Scrub Valley through the middle. Uh, like, yeah, all like, was, yeah. the, I mean, there's there's some great sort of like like side by side scrubbing in all the classes. It was uh, yeah, it was it was certainly spectacular. And um, I thought it made for good racing that they added like the the right left right section before like the downhill sort of staircase yeah. rhythm jumps and things like that. I thought it made for for decent decent scrapping. But yeah, you could see the local knowledge there with uh, with Carlton getting a great yeah. great second in race one. Uh, I'm not sure how much Taylor Hamill had been around it, but obviously he won there. But I mean, the fastest guy in your class weekend and perhaps not for the first time was was Elliot Banks Brown I mean um, quite incredible yeah. he's up there at 32 years old I mean even Pocock was saying to me I don't know what he's eating for breakfast but uh, yeah he's, <laughs> it must be different to what he was eating when he was winning the championship like 10 years ago but yeah, uh, yeah I mean what, what's it like lining up against people like that then is it just uh, like well I've been like watching you since I was a kid or like you know what's that sort of like well yeah it's for such as lads like Taylor and stuff like that at the same age it's, it's, it's okay but when you get when you get like Banks Brown beating me, or you know, let's say Pocock, it's not, it's not, so, it's not so great to be fair. Um, but yeah, it's, it's oh for sure. Obviously, it's good to line up against people like that, and, and the names, you know, where he's been, people, them to where they've actually been back in the past, mm. is um, yeah, something to 
something to look at really so yeah Nice one. It's, uh, it's your own team this year, isn't it? Again, is it sort of like, is it one of the worst um, uh, team names I've got to memorise for the commentary? Is that WPHSBE Pure Red Line KTM? Is that right? Have I got that right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. They're just, they're, just, <laughs> they're just the main sponsors, basically. Yeah, um, sure. So it, you just, think, yeah, you have to say all four. Um, <laughs> okay, right, thanks. <laughs> I will do, yeah. But, yeah, they're the main they're the main sponsors of the team. Um, we've gone obviously we decided ourselves this year to just do it on our own, such so as you know, just just with last year basically going how it did. Um, I, I thought it was best to just 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 try on our own again, um, just get the sponsors what we can. So that's what we did in the end, <clears throat> and then yeah, it's just like family basically. It's family family help all around you know in the garage every night getting ready for the getting ready for the weekend i have sean and my cousin basically my cousin and uncle they come around most most nights um and then on the weekends i have uh, ricky which is actually a main sponsor and tim uh, they come and do the mechanic inside as well as sean so it's 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 worked pretty good this year everyone's chucking their hands in so yeah, and, and I'm a lot more chilled, I think. You know, just sitting back and I can just be chilled to myself and we can have a little chit-chat on the day, what's what we need to do here and there. So I normally get my dad to come over and tell me I need to do this line, I need to do this, I need to do that. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's chilled. Yeah, but yeah, like I say, it's, it's our own year this year. Um, there was a red flag in MX1. I, I wasn't there. So what, what happened in, uh, in MX1 then to cause the red flag? Yeah, I, I can I can tell because I saw the crash. Um, did you did you see it, Jamie? Oh, was it down near that little triple step down thing, weren't it? Yeah, it was like down the far end of the circuit. It was like a downhill sort. Of, yeah. Like I was calling it the staircase, and uh, yeah, he basically. Um, uh, I think it's local guy actually, local wildcard guy, guy called Jamie Fort. Um, obviously, been known as Forty because yeah. that was his number. Um, so he was running your number in the MX1, and uh, yeah, he was. Um, yeah, he just he just got it wrong. He just got the takeoff wrong, and he he left. They jumped out, left of, the out of my sight, and he he left my vision like with his legs flapping about and like that's not that's, yeah. not, that's not gonna land nice and then yeah a yellow flag and then he stayed there so uh yeah uh, that, that was why i'm not sure um i'm not sure how he was but uh yeah i think he did go off in the ambulance although he was conscious so yeah yeah that was that so yeah. Uh, yeah but uh yeah well the uh, what, what i thought was going to be a red flag was in your second race jamie when um ollie colmer came off on the the first tabletop uh, up that middle yeah. valley did you see yeah. that one I was just, I was, I think I was about fourth, I think. So yeah, I just spotted it. I just literally spotted it, and then obviously jumped the jump. But I'd seen him lying down the other side, so I did. Yeah, like like you said, I did think there was going to be a red flag, but um, he got up by the looks of it. Luckily. Yeah, he did. He rode the uh, he rode the um, the youth uh, world championship there at um, out in Romania last week. So obviously he was able to recover from that one. Although um, Jake Walker missed it sadly because he uh, he crashed out of the youth one. But yeah, it's an eventful day for that sort of thing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, we've had a few eventful rounds to be honest. Yeah, yeah tell me about it. <laughs> we have, yeah, we have. <laughs> yeah, it's mad. Mad to think there's only one round left. And we're um, yeah. not even in the middle of July. Um, three, three to get all together with the MX Nationals. So two MX Nationals and one British. Yeah, yeah they're, they're going to reschedule one, aren't they? The, the MX Nationals are talking that they will do another three. Uh, oh, although, okay, yeah. although they haven't yeah. really named the date yet because the date that they had in mind has been taken by the uh, uh, the Arena Cross Fest so uh, yeah I'm not quite sure it's date clash central all year at the moment so yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> but yeah it, it, is, it does seem to be like most
most of the British season is done and we're kind of like here in the middle of July almost twiddling our thumbs, aren't we? Well, yeah, we've got a good month, haven't we, until the last round, so... Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah what, it's, it's, what, it's what is strange. the reason behind that? Why Why is it basically over already? <laughs> <laughs> like, I know um, we missed kind of the height, but that, still that would have been already done as well. We still would be in the same situation where we've got one round left and we're in the middle of July. I mean, it's it's a case of like, um, you know, if, if, the, if you're the, the Revo British, you cannot clash with the with the Grand Prix. Uh, obviously, they're all the they clash with the Grand Prix, though. So. Well, they clash with they clash with one Indonesian round, didn't they? So yeah. Well, well if you're going to clash with one, why is it, they might as well clash with three. Like, <laughs> come on, but you, you know, nobody doing the come GP, on. nobody going to Indonesia is going to be like torn between <laughs> Indonesia and, and schoolhouse. Yeah. Well, school, schoolhouse is a long way, but there's a long way and there's a long way. You know what I'm saying? But, we need some of the top. We need some of the top boys to finish off the top, finish off the rounds, don't we? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> right. so they've got to get a British British Championship under the belt as well. Yes, yeah. yes, indeed, yes, it's indeed. Only, it's only Bobby Bruce and Isaac Gifting that are doing the GPs, isn't it? It's, yeah, it is. Yeah, and Taylor, yeah, in the, MX, in the M- old oh, Taylor as well. Yeah, yeah, Taylor and yeah. I mean, Joel Rizzi's Ta- Taylor's flapping in and out, and Charlie Cole's having a go. Think, but yeah, yeah, I think Taylor's more sticking to the British than actual GPs. But yeah, he has been doing a few GPs anti as well. So. Any, yeah. And anyone in MX One um, doing, doing like Ashton, but he's out injured now. Yeah, Ashton. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we hope Ashton's okay because uh, yeah, he did get uh, uh, carted off. So that, was, that was nasty one. Did you see was, it? I didn't. Yeah, see it. I seen it when he when he came over the little scrub jump, and then he sort Oof. of just he had a bit of a wobble, and then it went back down, and then he got up again and wobbled again, and just he, he just couldn't even he couldn't stand on his feet. To be fair. Oh, Jesus, um, he's had so many bad injuries, and his last year was yeah. cut off for a minute. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That, that does suck. I don't know. I just think it would be like, it's just situation. We're sort of yeah, like we've got one round left, and we're in the middle of July. It would be good if we had like still four rounds to go, and had like a ten round series, one eleven round series. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like clashing with the GPs is a, an issue nowadays. It's not like you, it's not like back in the day when you had your top British riders sort of yeah. trying to get into the GPs or like even winning the GPs yeah um, I, mean, I agree to be fair yeah I mean uh, after was it the 2nd of July was was, sound, was uh, Schoolhouse and then uh, yeah you had the, the Michelin Nationals last weekend uh, and now you've got Lockett uh, and Lommel uh, and then you got uh, Finland uh, straight away so you've got three straight GP weekends and then it's the next Michelin Nationals so if they're not clashing with that they can't run then either uh, and then they've got two more Grand Prix 13th and 20th of August then you've got 27th of August is the MXDN so no one in the right mind is going to go against that one um, and then uh, yeah then you're into September which is again two more GP weekends uh, and of course yeah then it became the big the big clash with the beach race so uh, and the part of the reason obviously the beach race as well has pushed things forward because with the beach race now being in at the end of September which apparently is due to tidal times like they couldn't rearrange it for any other uh, any other any any other weekend at all they couldn't rearrange it at all yeah um, that's why it's had to sit at that weekend and it's just bumped the rest of the yeah, calendar no, I, up, I, so, I don't, yeah. yeah I don't I don't but that's, that's why I mean just, yeah there just is no clear space for another British fan that's the problem yeah well <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying just do it when GPs are on No, nobody's going to care you're going to have the same riders turn up maybe minus Gifting and Bobby Bruce it's not like yeah, yeah they want the championship don't they? they they want the British championship well, then you pick you pick which one you want to go to <laughs> Yeah. I didn't mind clashing with Lynn last year. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. If 
I just, it's not like back in like the 2000s when you had like Sterling Rattray and Swanepoel turning up at every round or like Crockard and people like that that were top five in the GPs also turning up every every round of the British. Yeah, getting hurlings once a year if you're lucky. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a well as well, yeah. But the times where you're getting the top GP riders coming to the British have got... Well, I mean, that's just... Unless, it, unless you're paying ridiculous money. That's just down to the standards, yeah, isn't it? Money. I mean, I'm sure that you know if 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 Bruce and um, you know Hamill and you know those those guys want to do GPs, they want to uh, get their experience up there, but they also would quite like for their sponsors to have a British Championship. So, yeah, they they can. As far as I'm concerned, I, I, I don't think they can clash. I think if you can have a, I don't know, historically they've never clashed, have they? So they've, they've got to go on tradition because I think Ling was one of the first times they ever clashed last year. Mm, yeah, it's tough, isn't it? I mean, it's yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? But yeah. Obviously, like Conrad and Josh and, and Harry, you know, they've all decided to, to focus on the British and, that, and the British scene, and that's it. So uh, they're doing Michelin Nationals instead of going to Grand Prix. So, but that's where the sponsors want them to do. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I get, like, obviously, but then if I mean, it's great when it's great win the British title and everything. But realistically, if you put Isaac Gifton in the GPs and he starts getting podiums and he's he's up inside the top five overall and it's the choice between coming to the British Championship and winning it or getting like a top three in the World Championship that he's not even going to think twice about coming over to Canada. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I still have agreed to be fair. Yeah, like... It's probably great. for the British title he's sort of, I don't know... 15th, 14th at the GP, then yeah. it's not the end of the world if he misses the GP when it clashes and does the British. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Brad. That's exactly what I think. You know, because obviously, your British lads, there's not many British lads, like Brad says, who do the GPs now. So, no. No. so really, yeah. the British should just concentrate on, on the British riders and and just do it that way, really, and just yeah, you know, and work right. around work around everyone for like basically like us guys, really, because yeah, you're, I just think it'd be better for it up for GP riders. Yeah, <clears> I just think it'd be better for British motocross to have more rounds. Yeah, like exactly, obviously yeah. It, it, it'd be different if like like you had like Simpson and Cyril still doing the GPs, and you had Cars Mackers and Gifton and Muse and like a, a good gaggle of riders still doing all the GPs. It, it yeah. would be a little bit different, but. <laughs> At the moment, when you have really, there's two consistent GP riders. It just seems, mm. yeah. If that's going to be the the trend moving forward, I just think there's there's a, a room for a few more rounds, personally. Yeah, but, yeah, maybe so. Yeah, just just my opinion on it. <laughs> I'm not, uh, not strong, either, not strong feelings either way. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I kind of like the fact that like there, there is that chance to to do. I I, I think my, my opinion differs a little bit to you guys. I just think I quite like the fact that we ha- we can get Grand Prix riders in doing the series. Yeah. You know, you can get like the very best from this country if they choose to. They can race the British Championship, and the British crowds get to see the very best that Britain has to offer. Now, sadly, Ben Watson. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I've decided to stay, stay overseas. Adam Sterry has as well, uh, and that's a shame. But you know, that's I think that is the. I think yeah, it's nice not, to hold to the fact that you can get a top Grand Prix rider doing the British Championship, and he can compete for the Championship himself. Because otherwise, you're going to get the situation where you'll have you'll have some GPs clashing with British. And then what will happen is you'll have a bunch of guys doing the British Championship, but then they'll never win, or they'll they'll win when the other guys aren't there. 
and then the other guys will come in and like, okay, well he's winning, but he's not in the series, and I just think it could make a mockery of the championship. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so. <laughs> just, just from someone who's got to sort of like, like talk about and sort of sell the races, like these are the best yeah. in the country. You know, what I mean, you can say that because like Bobby really is that best MX2 rider at the moment. You know, the Br- yeah, best exactly, British yeah. person. If you're going to pick a British MX2 rider who races at 250 every week for the nations, it would be Bobby Bruce right now. Maybe Taylor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, that's 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 where it would be, and obviously to have him really challenging for the British Championship I mean it was distant behind gifting anyway but you know it still gives a lot more credence to the series than these guys going for the Championship battling for third and fourth behind our guest riders who are back from the GPs this week mm-hmm. yeah, you know yeah. Yeah. yeah I get, I get what you're saying <laughs> why am I waving my hands about it? it's a podcast no one can see me but anyway but, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah there we go so I mean uh, also just quickly to touch on the, um, the MX1 guys at Schoolhouse I mean um, it's uh, it, it's but School House in Oxford, this sort of like tale of uh, two races there. Do you watch much of the MX ones, Jamie? It's it's hard to. I, I know we, can. We have, we have, yeah, we've we've actually spoke about this a little bit to be fair about the MX one and MX two because it's quite hard to it's quite hard to watch the MX one with it being either straight after us or straight or just before us. And obviously, when it's before us, we we do like the MX two lads do like to see you know the MX one boys and where their where their lines are and stuff. So yeah. Yeah, because it's quite hard. Yeah, it's quite hard to go and do that because you're sort of getting ready, you're sort of getting everything, you know, straight down to, and then you're straight down to the gate basically. So yeah, um, yeah, I watch, I watch a couple of laps, two or three laps, and then then I make my way to the start. So yeah. Yeah, I do watch them. I like to watch them, but it's hard sometimes. Yeah, I mean, Comrade sort of definitely had the better of Josh up there in the schoolhouse. I mean, he just sort of hunted him down in each race, really. Uh, but then, um, yeah. and it, but then at Oxford, it was still around. And, and uh, yeah, Josh pulled, pulled clear. Yeah, it was, which was pretty cool, to be fair. I was quite, uh, yeah. like, that's quite cool. So, but yeah, I mean, and Comrade was also finished behind Bobrashev in the second race at Oxford. So, um, yeah. only, uh, it's only two mm-hmm. points that Muse is ahead of Gilbert in the Michelin Nationals. Um, so that's yeah. that's pretty damn close. Uh, 19 points further back is uh, Harry Kulis, uh, but then uh, yeah, in the um, in the Revo series, it's uh, it's a, a bit more one-sided. It's 22 points, so that's like um, well, he could he could he could seal the deal in the first race, couldn't he? Uh, at, uh, yeah, he could do it in the first one, yeah. So yeah. yeah, it was a similar story with Gifting. Although Gifting could have wrapped it up uh, in MX2 uh, at Schoolhouse, he had such a, a horrendous day. I don't quite know what happened, but he just kept crashing. Mm. I don't know if you uh, yeah. did. Did he come past you then? Get back? Yeah. Did, did you see yeah, much of him? It was actually the second race. To be fair, he uh, yeah, I could. See, he caught me up in the second. Well, he was he wasn't right behind me, but he was catching me. And I thought, here we go. This is another place gone. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then he, he just put missing again. So he, he caught me up, went it missing, did, yeah. caught me up and went missing again so I don't, I don't know what happened so yeah but yeah I think he had a bit of a up and down day at school last yeah a bit of a mess sixth, uh, sixth and eleventh are the two races he had both of them by far behind what he's, uh, yeah. what he's where he's been this yeah. year so yeah he's, he's 42 points ahead of Taylor so again he could quite easily wrap it up <laughs> yeah, in, yeah in race one yeah. really but uh, yeah I'm sure he would have preferred to have wrapped it up earlier at schoolhouse which was on the cards but yeah that's not uh, that's not happened so uh, there you go and you're, um, you're sixth in that series Jamie just a couple of points behind Carlton you're pretty happy with that was that sort of where you've been aiming for at the start of the year yeah, um, top five would be nice, um, but we're just we're just going to see where we can where we can finish this year. Um, I was aiming, I was actually aiming for a good top eight, really. Um, so yeah, if we can if we can get grab a few more points in that last round, 
which obviously I enjoyed Oxford anyway from the weekend. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we can we can secure that fifth, which would be which would be good for me really. Um, and then obviously we can see where we can go from there the following year really. But yeah, top five I was aiming for, but. I'd like to finish in obviously the top eight. <clears throat> yeah, so you've got two two points to catch up to Carlton to, for fifth. Um, if you score forty two points, I know that's a second and a third, so that's uh, that's the sort of aim for. Then you, you then you then you could catch Bobby if he scores no more. So yeah. you know, you got, you got, there is a chance. Maybe so. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit of a big push that one, but yeah, we'll give it a go. <laughs> optimism, we like optimism. <laughs> yes, that's it. We'll go for the win. Have it, have it definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what, what do we know where the final round is yet? Because I've also heard that the British might be moved from Oxford oh, really? as well. I don't know. I've I've only heard that they are supposed to be at Oxford Blow Park because that's uh, part of the agreement with the Michelin Nationals guys. Yeah, that's right. something I'd heard down the grapevine. Um, I mean, I, nothing would be uh, would be beyond the pair this year. I mean, they could well be moved back to the same weekend as the Grand Prix for all we know. Um, you know, okay. it's like that's that sort of season. Really, that's, uh, Maybe they'll just incorporate yeah, yeah, it with Anything Western. happens. Yeah. Maybe they'll just incorporate it with Western. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That makes one of the two-run Western, three-hour races. Go for it. Oh, you'll be right with that, Jamie. You had a good race there last year. Where's that again? At Western, you had a good Western. race there last year, didn't you? Yeah, 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 I did, to be fair, um, after the problems we did have. But, yeah, I got back to eighth in the end, so, yeah, it was good. How are we feeling if we're Tommy Searle after back-to-back titles, switched to Kawasaki? It's been a pretty underwhelming year. He's just he's struggling to find his feet a little bit um, lately, isn't he? So. He's not had one podium. Yeah. One race on the podium. No, I mean, um, obviously, I, I do get to speak to him as part of the the whole, yeah, the the Revo team guys. Yeah, he's uh, he's just a case of like here at his ribs, and he's just trying to race back from there, really. Uh, and it's as simple as well, that. Here at his ribs. Oh, Kanga. First race, second second race, he crashed and uh, crashed and broke his ribs, and then oh, he, uh, okay. he he aggravated it at Lommel. Uh, or yeah, great at practicing at Lommel, which uh, which then ruled him out of Blacksall. So uh, yeah, he's just he's just as he as he says he's just been feeling pain, like you know, just riding in pain. And Schoolhouse was the first time that he, he raced without pain, and he said he enjoyed it most of, of all of the season. And uh, he held off. Uh, it was so frustrating for Kulis because he held him off the entire second race, and it was like from the second lap onwards. Coolis was eating Tommy's dust like all the way through and uh, yeah. you know uh, Harry must have just been like just spitting at the end of it because he was uh, it's the first time Harry's been off the podium all season um, because Bobrashev got uh, got third overall at, uh, at Schoolhouse but yeah Harry was literally behind Tommy the entire race and it was just yeah you could just you could just see the frustration he couldn't get by um, and it was yeah. just well, it was, you know just couldn't find a way through was it Flash was it did you feel it was it was exactly that yeah he just couldn't make a move just horrendous I mean was it yeah. tough to Pass, Jamie. Did you find it difficult to, to make a move around school? Yeah, it, it was to be fair. Um, I can see what you're saying there because, yeah, because it was so fast the track, it was hard to pass anyway. Um, and then also, obviously, it being, being a little bit tight in places, um, yeah, it was, it was hard. But yeah, mainly because it was just so fast and so many jumps that it wasn't, it wasn't many places to pass really. Mm. Uh, you were just waiting. You was waiting for that bobble or you know the hiccup from another rider in front of you to, to just sneak into their line basically. Um, but yeah, it was it was tough to pass there. Yeah, Muse, Muse had a good uh, line through like what they call it, it was like Scott Sports Corner. He went down the uh, down a hill after a, a big sort of sky jump and then like down the hill. Then there's a left through a little like a uh, like a bobble sort of 
sort of thing and then a right and uh, yeah he had a passing place there of like sort of three or four three or four people he passed through there I mean but it, it did help that he was distinctly faster than anyone else anyway so you know that was kind of why is, is that where he's, is that where he snuck up the inside of him yeah that was it yeah was you, yeah he snuck up a few people didn't he on the inside yeah that's it yeah he, just, sort of he, just, set, he just set him up yeah he set him up and just did what he had to do yeah yeah this is it so yeah Harry just couldn't uh, get close enough or keep uh, keep close enough yeah. time to do that so it's crazy yeah. how very tricky how comfortable he looked in the arena cross Mm, yeah, um, yeah. You'd have said that, like, Conrad's gonna have to be like on his game every weekend to to beat Tommy for how good he looks on that Kawasaki in the arena cross. It just, yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously, crashing in the second race of the year doesn't doesn't help for sure. He had, but he had oak hanger syndrome. I don't think anyone came away from oak hanger in better shape than they left it. I know I didn't. No, the bike, the bikes definitely didn't as well. Yeah, I mean that must have been tough. Yeah, yeah. The bikes was ruined. Ruined before the first round of the British, I think it was. Really? Yeah. Was it the MX, was it the MX Nationals? Was it? It was, it was the, the British first, then the Nationals, wasn't it? Yeah. Because they yeah, had to stop yeah. around. The bikes was ripped off before the MX Nationals. Seriously, was it? So, yeah. I rode the practice one for the MX Nationals a couple of weeks after, and then that one we pretty much had to go through the whole of that one again as well. Because that sort of sand where it, like it, gr- it really grinded it all. Like all your brake pads, chains, everything. It, it literally ate into everything. So. Yeah. Yeah, we had to we had to change a lot of stuff like that. Them two rounds. Yeah, the teams were, they were brand. They were brand new. <laughs> yeah, the teams won't be campaigning to go back there. I feel. You know what I mean? No, it's, I like, you know, it's nice to have a new facility and all the rest of it. But yeah, I think everybody was struggling there, which is a shame because it's nice to have new tracks. But yeah, I mean, it, 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 it hurt Tommy, it hurt Ivo Monticelli, you know, so straight away it, it made its impact on the championship, if nothing else. And then, of course, yeah, there were some seriously big numbers being suggested by what the teams were spending there. So that's pretty, uh, yeah. I think, I think the track really, if they did the track sort of like with what Brad said about, you know, we're near enough finished with the rounds already. I think if they, if they left that little bit later on in the season the track would actually be really good it was just because it was so wet and technical and rutty and yeah and, and you know every, everything what you didn't want to ride it was it was yeah. and that's the way you know that's why yeah. people was crashing and, and the bikes was ruined you know we were going through a swamp at one point yeah um yeah. in, in the middle like, oh, and it's like you always <laughs> just ride your like the bike you've ridden through the winter for those two exactly. rounds and then we'll we'll go through it put the new graphics on put the new wheels <laughs> yeah. in we'll change yeah. the pads and exactly. everything yeah <laughs> exactly. turn out with new graphics new new wheels new mm. pads new chain and everything's fucked but the actual the actual track and, and the facility the place I thought was was mm. a, a mega place yeah, yeah. Um, and, the t- and the time obviously you can't forget the time what they put in yeah, to make sure. the track yeah so, um, yeah, it, looked, it, 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 it was good, but just not the right time, basically. Not the right time of year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, just quickly about the uh, the Mitchell Nationals there. I mean, um, actually worked out there that uh, lining up to the second race there, there was yourself, Carlton, and uh, Callum Mitchell were actually on equal points uh, for the championship going into the second race. Did you know that or not? I don't really want to look at the points, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't, I'm one of those people where I don't like to look at things. Really? Um, oh, Okay. <laughs> the, 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 the more I look, uh, the more the more pressure will go on my shoulders. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, if you're going to tell me, which you are going to tell me anyway, you better tell hey, me. Hey, no, no, it's, uh, I, I'm fine. Yeah, this, you, just, you got two points to you and Carlton, but that's fine. I'm sure you know that, right. but yeah, that's cool. But, yeah, yeah, I think, if, you, if you did know that, then that's that, that, uh, that's kudos to yourself, because, like, you, yeah, you would have yeah. if you'd have known that and came out on top of Carlton as you did, then, uh, yeah, that would be pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, as, as it was, it's, I mean, it's still massively close. There's only five points between you and Callum still back in fourth spot, so it's yeah, uh, exactly. about three months to go, and they say they are going to run. They say they're going to run the sixth round, and yeah, we hope that they do. Uh, it might even be into October yet. We don't know, but um, yeah, there's still plenty of time to go left on that. So yeah, just to, the points will change after every race, mate. Don't worry, don't don't get don't, yeah, get, don't exactly, get the pressure yeah. on it. <laughs> exactly, it's, it's when you're running the red plate. That's why, isn't it? It's just yeah, it's it's something else, isn't it? Yeah, I can imagine. Is so, it? Uh, yeah, is it a pretty good feeling? Or is it like I say? Is it had its own yeah, pressure? It's a, it's a good feeling, but obviously you never know what's around the corner, do you? With any race, so yeah, such as like Charlie Amen at the weekend. He went from I think he went from third because he had a DNF in the first one. He's he's dropped back quite a bit. So yeah, he's about seventh now. Um, yeah, yeah. Anything anything in the in this game can go can go straight away, can't it? So um, I think we've just got to just keep pressing on and keep that consistency and, and see where we can get at the end of the year, basically. I mean, um, just enjoy it mainly. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, out of all the rookies there, you got uh, Charlie and uh, Joe Brooks. Had a good weekend as well, and uh, you got a few others around you like Ben Musto and the British and things like that. Any of them sort of catch your eye? Any of them sort of go well, pretty quick on track? I'd say I'd say Charlie again. To be fair, um, he's he's a young lad, um, and he's actually I think he's finding his feet with the Honda now. He's showing his speed. Uh, he's got better throughout the year, so. Mm. Yeah, I think he'll be he'll be one to watch in a couple of years. Obviously, he's still young, into so yeah. Once he's found his feet in his in his is there, he'll he'll be he'll be right up in the mix. I was going to move on to the change of venue for the Bridgestone if we were if we were moving on. Um, yeah, one, one thing I wanted to ask uh, Jamie before we do move on there is um, mm-hmm. uh, this uh, this experiment with the split gate um, that the Amateur Nationals decided. So you guys had the as the MX2 had the inside was it the smaller capacity bikes when they were split had the inside line. Uh, the inside gates and the uh, other guys had the outside I mean how did that work out for you what were your thoughts on it yeah I thought that was a lot better to be fair I, I said this quite a while back actually it would be good if they if they left us out first they let us out first obviously we'd do qualifying and then the MX1 after so we can sort of pick our gate first yeah um, because obviously with some tracks if you ride over you know the end gate it's you're never going to beat a 450 up to the inside um, so if, now they've given us the choice of you know if we want that inside we can have that inside so yeah I thought I thought it was a lot better uh, it just depends really on on the track and the start straight really because obviously if it's a long start straight it's 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 hard to beat a 450 but yeah i think it they, i think they've done it the right way doing that and yeah it proved it at the weekend some of the 250 boys was right up in the mix in the second one i gated and i think i come round eighth i think in the first lap yeah, you of did, the yeah. whole race so. yeah yeah i saw that yeah ninth so, you were yeah yeah a ninth or eighth something yeah ninth i think it was in the end so yeah what happened in the um, yeah what happened in the following lap because the lap chart you dropped like a stone did something happen yeah i, I crashed um around the back area ah. um it was they'd, they'd watered the, the race before and i did i did see it was slippy when on the first lap but 
I just sort of lost the front end and it, and it dug in and spat me straight over the bars. So yeah, I got I got back up and, and still worked back to, I think it was third in the end. Yeah, he, he passed but, a few people there and uh, I think only Jason Mira on the 450 came past you. So yeah, quite a decent uh, decent ride after that then to come back from that crash. So you, you weren't hurt on a thin, no? nothing bad about the bike? No, no, no. No, no, I was just angry with myself. So <laughs> we, was just, we, was just, we was just pushing on and pushing on. It's probably a faster, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was going too fast for it on the first couple of laps, trying to hang on to the 450s. <laughs> so, so, so you're in favour yeah. of that uh, that setup then? If they run the inside gates to the 250s, uh, yeah, 100 Happy, okay, that's cool. cool. Yeah, 100. Do you know the opinion of any uh, MX1 boys about it? I don't know. No, why? What, 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 <laughs> no, I, just, no, I, like, I don't know. I'm, I've not seen anything. I just wondered if one of the guys might have spoken to you and you sort of said, "Yeah, that sucks" or whatever. But uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. From your point of view, that's uh, that's that's good. That's cool. Nice one. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd imagine some of the MX2 riders would would like it that way as well. To be fair. Yeah, cool. Yeah, if they're going to keep the classes in together, then yeah, it does help to lessen the advantage yeah. a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, fair play. Nice one. Cool. Exactly. So, uh, so you're saying, Brad, you were talking about the uh, the Bridgestone Masters there. So <clears throat> Oxford's moved to Cullen now after the Bridgestone Masters. Yeah. Um, due to planning issues or something, mm. I, I don't know what what that means. <laughs> Are they? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means. Um, I'm guessing they're only allowed to use it so many times in the year, but they've only used it once. Apparently, it was it was being it was one of those um, alternatives that were offered um, to try and avoid the Matterley date clash uh, or the Grand Prix date clash with Western. They were um, there was uh, discussions about running uh, a, a GP at Oxford, um, but uh, yeah, MOD would would just not have it. So uh, yeah, you can talk about all those nationalities on uh, what is basically Ministry of Defence ground. Uh, they're mm. like they were like no thank you so uh, that's part of the reason why that was stopped but uh, yeah as opposed to um, why why the Bridgestone Masters has to be rescheduled I, I really don't don't know I'll ask Colin on his DM to see what he says but yeah it's a bit of a shame I was quite looking forward to going there I've not I've not been there before and I've heard heard pretty good things about it um, if, so that's yeah. a bit of a shame um, not super stoked on Colin if I'm honest <laughs> but <laughs> I, I can see why why they chose Calamores to the people booked hotels etc yeah it's in the same area yeah I, I, I think they had they had some issues with tracks last year um, mm. where they had to sort of move and they, the Marshfield which I thought was a great idea <laughs> and, uh, I've welcomed a few here at Marshfield <laughs> um, I reckon you'd wildcard the British if it was at, uh, at Marshfield wouldn't you I would wildcard a GP if it is at Marshfield <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, could just, I could see you now at the end of a GP boat over the black plate there yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> He'd probably be the yeah. only guy that uh, had a shot with that whole shot, uh, that whole shot award at the end of the race. And if he hasn't won, they always look distinctly pissed yeah. off. So I, I yeah, suppose no, he'd be I'll the only be, person I'll be looking, winning. I'll go, I'll get the whole shot down the hill, back up, straight to the, just sit there then and just wait. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally understand why Colin's obviously chose Callum. Like I said, it's, it's, it's in the area, so it doesn't mess up yeah. people who've booked hotels and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, I've I've heard that they've sort of they've done a bit of work with Callum. They've taken out some of the berms at the bottom of the hill to try and slow it down a little bit. I think. Um, um, 
yeah, I don't know. I've not uh, I've not been there since uh, since the the, the Reaver British of last year when uh, when you were on the, the presentation there. Yeah, uh, so I think they've the taken the a couple of firms out, so that'll be quite good. And yeah, hopefully it hopefully it won't be too dry. So it can get a bit nasty when it's dry, but yeah. Um, obviously, we had quite a bit. We had quite a bit of rain this week, so hopefully, I mean, it'll be um, it'll be pretty decent. But yeah, not kind cool. of all the you, um, on that really. Yeah, fair enough, no worries. So, uh, you're, you're a fan of, of, of Oxford Journey? What's your thoughts on it? You, you're quite happy that the last round of the British is scheduled to be there if it stays there? Yeah, Oxford, again, is the same as school last, really. Um, it was a new track to me. Uh, last, yeah, like, like such a school last, basically. So, once I got used to it, again, same scenario. Once I got used to it, I, I was enjoying the, the track again. So, yeah, and the last, like I say, the last, the last race was the best one for me. So, yeah. Uh, we went away with a with a high, so yeah. Hopefully, it is it is that round again, um, and they do keep it at Oxford. So. And the reigning yeah. the, the the Michelin Nationals, you've got um, your Cussie's Gorse um, and Hawkstone, and uh, yeah, yeah, all yeah. yeah. happy with that. Yeah, Cussie's obviously I've rode a few times. Hawkstone, it's my sort of terrain, so I'm happy with that one. Um, <laughs> I like the sand, so. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like you say, I don't know where this last. If they do put another round on, I don't know where that one's going to be. But yeah, um, hopefully sand. <laughs> <laughs> so are you fancy any? Uh, sorry, go. I was going to say just to, just to touch on the, the bridge then again quickly. Um, I don't know how much research you've done because you're doing the commentary at the next round, and I know you're you're big into folders and laminating and stuff. I don't um, know what you mean. I don't know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will buy you. <laughs> That's that's what's left over a schoolhouse. So yeah, my okay. uh, my 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 folder from the British is uh, yeah. I've I've, uh, I've got some. I've got to work on the TMX. Um, uh, I've got to work on the VMXDN uh, program articles that I'm, I'm scheduled for this 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 week. And then I'll get ready for the right. next week. But yeah, go on. What are you going to ask me? Okay, so you're not done any research for it just yet? Um, not yet, but I've got the the the, the screens are here, so we can have a look. No, well, no, no. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay, go on. Then. Uh, I will I will buy you chips and curry sauce. Ooh. You can tell me who's leading the Pro MX1 Championship this year. Oh, okay. Then <laughs> 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 my eyes are working. <laughs> <laughs> the eyes are working. <laughs> the problem is three, two. Oh, are you scaring down? No, you give. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got that. I'm not got that chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, isn't it? Is it? Isn't it Bob Chef? No, it's Stephen Clark. Oh, okay, cool. All right, bollocks. I was looking for that chips and curry sauce. I didn't have uh, I didn't have Stephen Clark leading the Premier One Championship on my bingo card this year. <laughs> he's been right yeah. though. He was he was good well at uh, Hawks. Yeah, he, he did it monster mountain. He had two two seconds. Um, yeah. Did he? What did he? He finished on the box, didn't he? On the last round. Yeah, he had two second. He went two two for a second overall. Yeah. Being Bobbershire. Yeah. Just uh, not not what I was expecting to yeah. see. Really. <laughs> fair, <laughs> fair play, Steve. <laughs> fair play, Steve. <laughs> Yeah. Where was it? Uh, oh yeah, it was at, at Cusses Gorse, weren't they? Were they? Were they Cusses? Monster Mountain. Monster Mountain. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I got re-raged. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, nah, I'm flapping now. I've got no chance. No, yeah. that's it. Yeah, 19 but, up on Bobby. I'll, I'll be much more prepared, honest, Colin. All right, if you think listen yeah. to this, so yeah, don't worry. I, I, will, I will get it sorted. Good stuff. So we're getting uh, getting. <laughs> I'll be getting a cancellation as soon as this gets released. Uh, no, I was hoping, but, uh, you, yeah, so, I was hoping you hadn't done anything because I wanted to see if 
you would have guessed <laughs> Ewan Clark. Bastard. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. No. <laughs> nice one. You're not uh, not doing any of those then, Jamie? That's, that's it for the year now, is it? For you, just like the Michelins and the uh, Revos? And, and are you looking at Western, or are you considering a bit of a, a Matterly wild card? Yeah, I'll be doing um, I'll be doing the obviously the Revo, carrying on with the Revo and the MX Nationals, and then it's just um, Western for us, and that's that's it really. We haven't got anything else planned so far. Uh, Westerns are normal, normally the one anyway. We always we always finish off the year with Western, so yeah. Barmouth, Barmouth as well. We'll do. Um, All right, cool, nice one. Yeah, I do like the beach races, so that's another thing to look forward to, just like winter time, basically. Sure, on, so, a, yeah. on a 450 again? Yeah, 450. Yeah, KTM. Um, we've got it all ready, you see, so from last year, it only nice. did Western, so it's pretty much <laughs> ready to go again. Um, and it's also got the six gears in, so it'll carry uh, me down. It'll carry me down the straight, you see. So yeah, definitely, a, definitely a factor of that event there. Mm-hmm, yeah, so, exactly. um, so about anything uh, happening about next year? If you have any sort of interest from teams, would you consider another team, or would you happy to stick with your current setup? There's nothing so. <laughs> no, to be, no, to be fair, there isn't anything as such yet. I probably would consider a team just because of this year has been so difficult with, you know, getting everything ready. Literally, me and me and Sean, we spend hours and hours um, in the garage uh, most weeks throughout the race season. Well, yeah. throughout this season, basically, not throughout the race season, but this one especially, just because we've gone on our own. So, yeah, I probably would. I probably would look at a team now. I've had a little bit of a, a sit back um, year with myself and, and doing it on myself. I probably would look at doing that again. It just depends what comes. It depends what comes. To be fair. But yeah, yeah, I probably would go that way just because it was, it was, it was, it's been a difficult year already, <laughs> and it still ain't finished. <laughs> you working in the week still as well? Yeah, still working a week, so still working a week, and I have Wednesdays off. Um, I'm fortunate to work for Dad, you see, so ah, right, okay. he lets me have it. <laughs> he lets me have a Wednesday off, and that's the only Wednesday. That's the only day I can get off. Cool. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, yeah, I still work. So Friday we pack up and get gone to the racing, and then Monday we're back at it, and Tuesday we're back at it, and then Wednesday we ride. So then we get back at it on you know Thursday and load up Friday, and yeah, it's it's a hectic, it's a hectic, especially when they're back to back weekends. It's it's pretty hectic. Yeah, flat out. So but, but yeah, it's yeah, yeah. So I probably would, yeah, like you say, I probably would go for a team if it was the right team, basically. Yeah, nice one. Yeah, well, you've been getting red plates on your bike. That's always a good way to go, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, great stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Nice one. Well, just to finish things (laughs) off before uh, before we go there, I've been asking this question a few times this year. Let's uh, end on a bit of a positive note. Uh, What would you say is, like, your your best day of uh, of racing, like, ever so far? Like, you know, one that you've driven away from the track thinking, this is mint, this is awesome. Uh, You know, what would you say is, uh, would would that day be for you and, and why? It probably wouldn't be a race day, to be fair. It'd probably be Western. Oh, okay. Um, it would probably be Western when I got on the podium. I got a third from Western, you see. So yeah, yeah, that was that's some what it's a big it's a big big thing. Um, Western is um, when you've got a thousand plus riders in there. Yeah, um, to get on the box that was that was some that was that was an achievement for me. So yeah, I walked away from there pretty pretty with my head out hard really. So <laughs> yeah, no, that that was probably a, yeah one of the best basically weekends I've had as as well as a day on and finish basically with Western. 
Nice one, good stuff. Yeah, see why you're up for it again this year. Then that's uh, that's pretty decent. And, uh, yeah, good, bit of in, good bit of inside gossip for my commentary on that. That uh, yeah, you got the six kilo bike. So yeah, that's, uh, thanks for that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, giving clues away. Yeah. No, sorry, that's all good. I'll only say it. Well, we said it's the podcast now. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's yeah, just right. It's right at the end. So you know, you, you've cut the listeners down to the middle. I'm sure. But yeah, that's all good. Uh, thanks, yeah, thanks yeah. to everybody for still listening at this point. But uh, yeah, great stuff. Okay, well, uh, yeah, thanks, uh, Jamie. Anything more you want to ask, bud? No, no, no I'm all good. Good stuff. So yeah. I just I just want to do a quick shout oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just to obviously the full team, family-wise, mum, dad, and and everyone who's supported this year. Obviously, um, it's been it's been a big old year. So um, yeah, I just appreciate that one. Yeah, no problem. So, yeah, and that's uh, so WPH is uh, is your your dad's company. Yeah, that's my dad's company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And SBE is. Uh, that's Tim Sabine and then Pure is Ricky Ricky Owen and um, Redline obviously uh, Redline KTM that helped me with all the bikes and the dealership uh, yeah so, yeah, that's it yeah they're the dealership and helped me with many of the parts so yeah there's obviously there's, there's obviously loads more but um, they all know who they are nice um, one yeah. great stuff well yeah you've pretty uh, much put uh, a good solid year together so yeah it's been good to see you up there Jamie so yeah thanks a lot for, for joining us on this one uh, it's been uh, absolutely great to have you on board and uh, yeah a massive thanks to our sponsors again AS3 Performance uh, stock a huge selection of aftermarket motocross parts for the 1980s Evo two-stroke models uh, right up to the current four-stroke bikes oh hang on one note on that uh, Jamie did I uh see somewhere that you're um, lining up on a two-stroke for a Foxhill yes I am yeah I'll be riding the 125 oh wow yeah <laughs> so yeah I've got I've, I've got the 125 ready here um, so we're just tweaking it here and there now to get it ready yeah for the 125 race nice how long has you been it's a 94 so Ooh. yeah it should be fun <laughs> I'm ready for KTM fun. no Honda Honda CR. ah excellent yeah yeah, yeah it should be fun Nice. It's something different. Uh, the 125 class. What, the Super Evo? I, I don't know, to be honest. Uh, they've just entered me, the 125 <laughs> class. <laughs> whatever whatever that one is, that's what I'm in. <laughs> yeah, there's, um, I think there's, there's, there's like... Brad, you could tell me on that one. Uh, <laughs> what are you ready, Brad? You probably tell me on that one. Yeah, I think I'm in the same group. <laughs> Oh, there we go then. Is there this one, two, five, one? Isn't there like this open class thing, and that's like open to any sort of uh, age of rider as well, isn't there? There's, there's some sort of uh, um, no, open cup thing, isn't there? Yeah, how old are you? Me. Yeah. Yeah, I was 25. Oh yeah, so it was 25 and over. I think the Supreme one two five. That's right. My my what? <laughs> my my one five light dragon might be ill. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> is it KX bike or is it Kawasaki? No, Yamaha. Oh right. Oh, you're going to be struggling on power with that one. <laughs> you'll be struggling. Honda's <laughs> always the quickest bike. <laughs> Have you got the um, alley frame? Oh, God. No, No, it's not, no. No, 94 is steel, isn't it? Yeah, I remember them. Yeah. 94, yeah, steel. I think it went from 90, was it 96, I think, was the alley frame? Yeah, 96 was, yeah. Yeah, that's it, nice. Yeah. Good, good. uh, That's that's history for you, isn't it? That's proper history. That's like like when you were born, isn't it? Yeah, that was when I was born, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. In fact, I wasn't even born. That was 97. Yeah. Mine's 97. Yeah, exactly. I'd be riding something much older than me. Yamaha did win the World Championship in 97. On a one two five, <laughs> just saying. Oh, oh yeah, Kyoto. Kyoto Kyoto. And he's going to be riding. It, and he's going to be riding it this year as well. Yeah. 
Yeah, he is going to be yeah. right next year. I hope he afford yeah. good stuff. Oh, yeah, it was the, yeah, 97 yeah. was the alley frame, 250, of course it was, the Honda. Yeah, that's it. Mm. I remember now. Yeah, because that's when, uh, when Graf left it. That's it. Right, yeah, so, yeah, we've named the sponsors. Yeah, thanks to Golf Race Fuels uh, across sports cars, single seaters, motorcycle racing, and further afield. The golf brand is associated with winning one of the discipline. And, of course, massive thanks to Kawasaki Motors UK with the new KLX 140R range uh, for youth riders. Go check those out and uh, contact your local dealer. Uh, and, of course, yeah, evenstrokes.com uh, using the code... Brad Wheeler 10, so Brad Wheeler 10, put that in at checkout and you're not 10% off, very well price. We've got some good deals on going on over there at the moment at even strokes, so um, yeah, need anything, parts, kit, tyres, anything like that, head over there at evenstrokes.com. Fantastic, yeah. Thanks Brad, thanks Jamie, thanks to everybody for listening and we'll uh, keep you uh, informed of the uh, goings on in British Motocross for the next great British Motocross show uh, and we'll sort out a guest for you then. So yeah, thanks to everybody for tuning in again and I'll speak to you next time. Take care. Nice one. Bye. Cheers guys.